Today I will share with you the two biggest challenges men face in their spiritual journey in today's world. This episode is not just for men. As a woman listening, you will gain profound insights into what are some of the greatest challenges that the man you're with might be facing or your future, the future man who is going to be in your life, might be facing. Now, as a man listening, I feel and think this will resonate deeply with you and give you very powerful insights about your journey and potentially very important steps that you might need to take as we're going to get very, very practical here. Welcome to the Masculine and Feminine Dynamics Podcast. My name is Lorin Kren and I am a relationship coach. I help you to embody your awakened masculine and awakened feminine in relationships and life. Let's dive in. Now the first challenge is that men in today's world receive no initiation into manhood. And the second one is loneliness. Loneliness is often a huge part of every man who is truly awakening in today's world. Let's start with the first challenge and dive really deep into it with practical advice at the end. Now, the first one is that men receive no initiation into manhood. In the past, in ancient tribes, at a certain age, every man received an initiation into manhood for the power of ritual. Even though these rituals varied and were, of course, very different, because there were many tribes who were across the globe who had no idea of each other, they were practicing something very similar. And that is the power of ritual, which we have forgotten in today's modern world. And these rituals, even though they varied in so many ways, all had certain characteristics in common. Now, number one, The first characteristic is that it involved connecting in some form deeply with masculine energy. Specifically often with the warrior archetype. With doing something bold, doing something risky, something that requires a lot of courage to truly face your fears. In certain tribes, men had to literally go on a hunt on their own, like killing a wolf or killing some other animal, which of course was immensely frightening. But that facing of that fear, that intensity, that brutality of it as well, I'm not saying that we have to do that again, but I'm saying the intensity of that is of course extremely ritualistic. It's kind of a, a rite of passage, is it's also often called. And also most often involved spending time with other men, specifically warriors, men of wisdom, men who could pass on so much information and specifically embodied, embodied what I call awakened masculinity. So often this would mean that a boy would spend months or a certain amount of time only with men, with warriors or also elderly men who passed on great wisdom really connecting with masculine energy and engaging in activities that were very masculine orientated. And the second characteristic is that there was some form of separation with the mother. This is very interesting because tribes who didn't know about each other <laughs> practiced something very similar. It looked different, but it had the same characteristics. Just think about that, how powerful that collective wisdom is 
Like we're all connected to it. It's, it's just magnificent from my perspective. It's beautiful. And the second one is the separation from the mother. And this is huge. Because I always like to say that the mother has to die spiritually for a man to truly step into his manhood, into his power. Now, what does this mean? The reason why they had these rituals where they separated the boy or the growing man from the mother is because every man, every man needs to transition from a boy to mother relationship to a man, powerful man to mother relationship. Now, what does this mean? The boy-mother dynamic is a dynamic that is part of life. There's nothing wrong. The mother, the mother is the first love. The mother is, is the most important person for a boy in most cases. There's so much love. The boy is totally dependent on the mother. And by the way, some men who are listening to this, you might have gone through this intuitively. And intuitively, we all know this in some capacity. And you might have gone through this and done certain things where you didn't realize why you did them, but you were basically going for the rite of passage. You were compensating for that lack of passage and doing the things necessary in order to really step into your manhood. But again, to focus, focusing on the separation with the mother. The boy-mother dynamic is an important dynamic in a, in the development. But this dynamic has to die because when a man becomes a man, grows into a man, he can no longer be in this dynamic. This separation from the mother and really connecting with masculine energy is vital for a man to truly feel like a powerful man, to gain authority over his life. And in today's world, none of this happens, which means that most men were never truly in touch with healthy masculine energy, whether through a mentor or a strong brotherhood. And most men, and this is hard, this is very a hard pill to swallow, most men, are, or many men, are still stuck in a certain development stage where the bond with their mother hasn't matured and still signifies and expresses the kind of boy-mother dynamic. So let's get into how we can compensate and, so to speak, initiate ourselves fully into our masculine power. Because just because you haven't received a ritual doesn't mean that now you're fucked. No, it doesn't mean that at all. You can do certain things, and this is the deep work, part of the deep work of what I do with men in my Awakened Masculine program. But you see, you can do certain practices. If you have the right wisdom and tools, then you can completely shift it. Of course, in an ideal world, you have that ritual and bam, that's it. But in today's world, that's not the case. That's why, that's why many of you are here, seeking this information and doing this work. Now, let's start with the mother and then go into kind of the initiation, how we can compensate for that. When it comes to the mother, if the mother does not die spiritually for you, meaning the dynamic between the boy and the mother dies and a new mature dynamic emerges then this mother-son relationship will forever cripple you and forever weaken a man. No man can truly step into his power if he's still in this mama-boy kind of dynamic, even if he has a family, even if he is completely separate, has done completely his own thing, whatever it is. But if this is still alive in some capacity, it will still cripple and weaken and limit him from truly stepping into his power. I've worked with so many men and men's groups, and I can tell you this is black 
and white. Unless this has been matured, something will make you feel tremendously stuck. And it's often one of the number one reasons why men are stuck. Now, let's talk about practically, because you might ask yourself, how does that express itself now? How do I know whether I'm experiencing this or need to do something about it? At the most extreme level, which won't be the case for most of you, it expresses itself in a man in his 40s, 50s, still living with his mom, and she's still providing for him financially. Now, of course, there's no shame here, by the way. Everything is possible. You can completely shift your life and wherever you are, accept where you are and then take fucking radical responsibility and start changing your life 360 degrees and start becoming the most powerful creator that you are destined to be. But if a man is still living with his mother um, in his 40s or 50s or whatever, and is, she's still providing for him financially and all these things, and this, of course, completely signifies the, 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 the boy-mother dynamic, and it's going to be absolutely impossible for him to completely show up and step up in this dynamic. He's going to be forever trapped unless he changes his environment and takes charge of his destiny and creates his own life and legacy. Now, this won't be the case for most of you, but for some of you, it might express itself at a much more subtle level. You've done your thing, you're completely separate from the mother, but at a more subtle level, for instance, you are still overvaluing the opinion of your mother. You're still comparing your mother characteristics to the characteristics uh, of your wife or of your woman, and um, you're still like, oh, but she should be doing this like my mother did or something like that, unconscious judgments. Or um, your mother, you put your mother on a pedestal, right? What your mother says is extremely important or more important than what your wife says and overvaluing that, as I mentioned, her opinion. Coming to your mother with your problems, venting about your relationship problems with your mother, which is an absolute no-go. You cannot be venting about relationship problems with your mother. Because in that moment, what you're doing is you're kind of bringing the mother into your relationship. No, it's an absolute no-go. If you do that, stop it absolutely immediately and never from this moment do it ever again. Look at your energy when you're doing it. It weakens you. It cripples you. It turns you into a boy. You feel like a little boy when you do that. Going crying to mommy. And there's no judgment here, but um, I need to speak the harsh truth. And no man has ever felt powerful venting for his mother. Um, (laughs) No man. (laughs) Now, the important is, whatever it is, for a man to be in his power, he needs to transition from a boy-mother dynamic to a man-mother dynamic. Now, how does this look like? Very simple. The most important person is your wife your family that you have created, or your future family, not your mother. Your mother is, of course, she remains an important person in her life. She brought you into this world and you honor her, but at the same time, she's no longer the center of your world and the most important person and the most important relationship. Short break. This is for men. If you want to step into your highest power and truth as a man, to feel grounded with the feminine and no longer get emotionally reactive, connect with and serve the world through a powerful mission, then I invite you to apply for my next Awakened Masculine program starting on the 16th of June. 
This is your chance to embark on a powerful journey with like-minded men to really get to the root of what is holding you back from being the man you want to be in your intimate life and your purpose. Click on the show notes to learn more and to apply today. So um, very important, setting boundaries with your mother. Also important part is feeling the sadness of losing the mother boy dynamic. This is very important. Every man needs to grieve this process, at least for a little while, of transitioning from that boy to man dynamic. And if you still experience yourself, you know, venting to your mother, coming with your problems, or overvaluing your mother in certain in, in certain ways, it doesn't mean you don't value her, but it's no longer have that significance as when you were a boy. It's uh, totally different. It's mature. And when you, when you stop doing that and overcome that and no longer do that, you will notice a sense of sadness perhaps because your mother is no longer on that pedestal or the perfect mother. No, you realize she's a human being with shadows and with wounds and you honor her, but also you have to set boundaries in most cases with your mother, with your parents, if they're still alive. And there's a certain time of grief and allow that grief to happen because that is part of the transition of transitioning that into a man, powerful man to mother dynamic. No oversharing, no longer putting your mother on a pedestal and having that healthy honoring, but of course, prioritizing your wife, prioritizing your new relationship and family that you have created. Now, again, I will say again and again, this doesn't mean you don't speak to your mother anymore. This doesn't mean you don't see her anymore. You honor her. You value her, especially if she treats you in a great way, right? I mean, if the mother is completely toxic or keeps clinging onto you, then, of course, you might need to take some space from your mother. Um, but this, is a, this depends very much on the context. But the importance here is maturing in that dynamic And you can have a, yeah, I always encourage a great relationship um, with your mother, but it has to be a great relationship between a man and his mother and not between the boy and his mother. That has to die immediately. Now, when it comes to connecting with masculine energy, when it comes to that lack of initiation that we've experienced, One of the first things I will always advise is finding yourself a men's group or even creating your own brotherhood. You can do this by simply bringing your brothers together if they're open to it and doing activi activities with them that sharpen your masculine energy. That could be cold exposure, ice bathing. I love cold exposure. It's so powerful. Could be hiking in the mountains, could be sleeping in a tent, whatever it is. It could be being in deep nature, no phones and making fire, you know, really going to the primal and um, lifting weights together. The most important part is connecting with masculine energy that inspires you. Ideally, also people who are further to where you want to be spiritually, financially, business-wise, and in any area of your life. So one of the things could be connecting with a mentor or a role model. If you have the privilege of um, having a role model that is very embodied and has their life in order financially, spiritually, relationship is going great, then you can learn incredible things with them. And if you spend time with such people and su in such environments, then you are naturally sharpening your masculine edge because they are living that reality. And by you being in their presence, that's activating, that's extremely powerful. For us men, it's so important 
to be in the presence of that, because when we're in the presence of that, we realize, whoa, this is possible. Big part of what I do in the Awakened Masculine program, we come together in deep brotherhood, powerful men, sharpening our masculine core. There is this sense of, whoa, this is possible. It's not easy, but it's possible. It's absolutely possible for me to do that as well. And that's where the switch happens. That's where the click, like a button gets turned on and boom, everything starts to change in a man's life. That's how everything started to change for me. It was like a realization of, wait a moment, this is possible for me. Bam! And everything started to shift 360. Now, you want to surround yourself with such people and being in their presence naturally connects you with the same masculine virtues within you that they embody. So any great thing that you see in another man that he embodies, anything you admire in a man is, of course, through them, you are able to connect with that within yourself. It's really important for men not to have jealousy. That's envy. Comparison is a huge thing for us men. It's really, really important that when you see a man who is further ahead of you in all areas of life or just a certain area of life, value that, right? You might even ask them, connect with them if possible. Ask them how they did it uh, and learn from them if possible. Or, or at least acknowledge it and say, wow, that's amazing. I want to be there or even further, right? But value that, cherish that, honor it, like celebrate the power of that because that naturally is going to elevate you as well and open your mind to infinite possibilities and creating that reality for yourself. Now, if you see someone who's ahead of you and you're like kind of judging them and comparing yourself, then that's going to limit you. That's going to contract you. It's not going to allow yourself to open yourself to the maximum of abundance, legacy and, and powerful life that you can create in any area of your life. Of course, another very important thing for the initiatory process is masculine embodiment practices, spiritual practices with a masculine edge to it. Find practices that, that really connect you with your masculine core and practice this rigorously. Practice this every single day, not just once a week. Practice it every single day. This is kind of initiation you're connecting with your masculine core. You're sharpening your masculine edge. This is so, so, so important. Practice is the most important thing. Continuous practice allows you to embody it in your everyday life. And if you do these things that I've just mentioned, then you're already ahead of 99% of all men in this world. But when I say ahead, I don't want you to think from a place of superiority or oh, I'm better than them. No. As you elevate, you've been granted the gift of vision by the universe. You've been granted the gift of awakening. Use it to serve. Use it to serve those who are in need of that gift. Service just means that you don't see anyone as beneath you, but you always serve as much as you can. You uplift, you empower them as powerfully as you can. That's your service. Because never forget, your awakening comes from the universe. It's not you or your personality. That's just the ego. That's just the shadow. It's the universe granting you that gift. So make use of it and give back by serving. The universe gives us these things so we go out and serve and not for us to be egomaniacs. If you have this, then you have a strong fundament. And with this fundament, you have a strong center, a strong backbone, a strong cock, right? Conscious cock energy with an open heart, of course. <laughs> but... That's so crucial. And the other thing I will mention here that is very crucial as well is that in order to compensate for that or step into your highest power is that you um, have to take full responsibility, radical responsibility. And if we kind of sum that up even more, 
your biggest and, and, and strongest desire needs to be your desire for freedom. Freedom spiritually, right? That involves financial and all other aspects, relationship. But it's so, so important. Freedom spiritually needs to be your biggest desire. If that is not your biggest desire, if your hunger for that is not your biggest hunger, then you are going to get distracted by the world. Your masculine core will get weakened by all the distractions, um, all the things around you, the seeking for pleasure, the seeking for living a hedonistic life solely, which is really the path of suffering, which is really the path of, ultimately the path of, of emptiness and short-lived happiness. Now, that's the most important thing. When you do these things and your biggest hunger, your biggest desire is to be spiritually free, then that's always going to be at the forefront of your awareness and that's going to be your guiding star. That's going to uh, your north star. That's going to be your guiding light. That's going to what's going to protect you from getting lost because it's easy to get lost in this journey by all kinds of things. The spiritual path is full of traps of your shadow, lust and validation and all these things, right? And we have to work through this and always remain focused. Do you experience spiritual freedom that you want to experience? No, not yet. Go deeper, go deeper, go deeper, go deeper, go deeper. It doesn't mean that you don't enjoy your life and you will already can already experience some freedom now. Um, I'm not saying that you now should, should feel bad and constantly think about, oh, I'm not free yet, I'm not free yet. No, it doesn't mean beating yourself up. But it, it gives you a sense of humbleness. Because you don't get stuck. You don't think you're some special superior to others right now just because you have figured out certain things that others haven't, fi haven't figured out. That's the moment you lose yourself. You always have to stay humble because when you stay humble, that's the only place from where you can truly gain deep freedom. That's the place of power. That's the place of presence. That's the place of truth and alignment. Now, Going into the second challenge here, and the second challenge is loneliness. This is a really, really big one. So many men in their awakening journey experience loneliness. Loneliness is simply part of it. Why? Because there are not many men in this world who are embodying their masculine core in a healthy way. Usually, loneliness does not happen because you are alone, but because you might still be holding on to a friendship circle and spend time with other men who are showing you or who are maybe in denial of that, who um, make fun of that, or who are not at all that which you are awakening to. Remember this, the loneliest man is he who surrounds himself with men who do not embody the virtues that he wants to embody because it keeps him stuck on his path. I went through a period of aloneness and there was some loneliness in there, but the moment I had to cut off almost every single friend, friendship group of men who were living from unconsciousness and men who were disrespecting the feminine, treating women in a disrespectful way, drinking a lot, smoking a lot, seeking pleasure only, addicted to the feminine, no sexual discipline, no control, no hard openness, no love, shut down. I had to let go of all of that. 
And the loneliest I felt was when I started to awaken and still was holding on to that because I was afraid of being alone. But then when I went through several years of aloneness, where I was in deep nature and made space for new relationships, new beauty and depth to enter my life. And even though that was challenging in another way, because I went from my deep awakenings here and initiations here, energetic initiations as well, I didn't feel necessarily extremely lonely because I knew I was following my highest calling. Loneliness is less about being alone. It is about feeling lonely with the wrong kind of people or the people who are wrong to you. It doesn't mean that they are wrong. Um, bless them, right? But they have to go for their own journey. Let them go and make space for new people to enter your life. Go into nature, sharpen your skills, connect with your mission, your service in this life. And then you will draw new energy, new people into your life who will help you on your path, inspire you in your mission, teachers, mentors. The medicine to loneliness is finding your mission as your mission draws everything that is meant to be in your life into your life. That's the power of it. That's the antidote to loneliness. It is following your highest calling, living from your highest truth, embodying your truth, because that is when everything will start to enter your life. If it takes years, so be it. But at least you will feel deep inside your heart that you are walking the right path, that you are being empowered by the highest, by the universe. This is often a dark night of the soul for us men. It's a kind of painful, challenging time. And not everyone has the support of a brotherhood. Not everyone has access to powerful teachings that transform their life. That's why I'm doing the Awakened Masculine program. But no matter how long it takes, as long as you follow your highest calling and your biggest desire is for freedom and you do the things that I've mentioned, well, then everything is going to align. And eventually everything will make sense. And the universe will give you in return something much vaster and bigger and more powerful than you could have ever, ever imagined. And also you're living a life of deep meaning. And that is so important because meaning is the antidote to, as Viktor Frankl said, actually he was, I think, from my home country, Austria, I think for actually from Vienna, who was in the concentration camps. Incredible book, by the way, The Search of Meaning, I think. It's an unbelievable book that deeply touched me and made me cry. What intense. Like talking about a fucking warrior, that's, that's a fucking man, that's a fucking warrior. But he was talking about as long as, as we fill our life with pleasure, we haven't found true meaning in our life. But it's a, episode for another, a topic for another episode. The universe cannot help those who are half in in their calling. Because if you're half in, still holding on to friends, still spending time bending yourself, putting on a certain mask and neglecting your awakening and not following that fully and truly, then the universe cannot help you. You have to help yourself. But if you choose to go all in, then the universe will help you and be able to really, really empower you and really support you in your journey. Now, if you have enjoyed this episode, if you have gained value from this episode, then it would mean the world to me if you share this episode with someone whom you think will deeply benefit from this. 
And as well, if you can share this, if you share this in your socials where it reaches more people, then of course that allows us to reach more people and allows us also to serve deeper and to ensure that we can provide these podcast episodes entirely for free. Now, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet, I invite you to do so. It just takes one click, one second, and that means every new episode that comes out, you will see it immediately when on your favorite podcast platform, whether you're listening on Spotify or listening on Apple Podcast. If you want to have a look into my free offerings, I've got a weekly powerful newsletter giving deep value every single Friday. You can check that in the show notes. I've got free ebooks and other free offerings. You can see that also in the show notes or head over to my website, loringren.com. Once again, thank you so much for being here. I'm deeply, deeply honored to be sharing this work. I'm deeply honored for every single person in my audience. Thank you for being here. 